Hi everybody, this is Michael Hildebrand and I'm your host on the Sleep Trust Podcast, where I'm talking about how to gain back trust in your ability to have a superb sleep again. In this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast, we are going to talk about Corona. What else? And uh, in particular, I want to walk through the question if a good night of sleep can actually protect us from Corona. So if you're feeling fearful at the moment because of all that fuss that's going outside, um, uh, on outside, if you're feeling confused, uh, maybe even helpless, then this podcast has the intention to give you back a little bit of self-control, letting you feel stronger than you might be feeling at the moment and giving you a complete new sense for your health. Let's, let's call it like that. Just to let you know right from the beginning, this week's episode is not a typical episode. I'm not picking out one uh, particular topic that will help you to improve your sleep trust. And this week, I'm just going to sketch and lay out what I find that Corona can do for or against our sleep and the other way around too, what sleep, good sleep can do for or against Corona. So what convinced me to do this podcast was the fear actually that I feel is building up in an entire population, nearly, yeah, world, worldwide. So a positive thing is that one world has one problem. And as we know, you know, having the same problem kind of brings people together. That's the thing that I see on the positive side. On the negative side, I think there's a lot, a lot, a lot more fear out there that is necessary. People are freaking out. Supermarkets have um, had empty shelves at times in Germany. And uh, I'm not sure if you experienced uh, things like that in the US at the moment. And, you know, it's only, uh, of course, a matter of days until the shelves are filled up again. Everything's good. But you can feel the fear. Schools are shutting down. Kindergartens are shutting down. No big events anymore. So... The governments are taking steps and actions which are good and necessary, maybe. But the fear that is building up is not tackled. People feel as if they, the only option is to flee into isolation. And I've got a personal example for this, even though I tell my kids, you know, this is very cool, nothing's going to happen. Uh, of course, be careful if you go anywhere, you know, uh, where, where many people are, wash your hands afterwards, uh, things that make sense. But on the other side, I tell my kids, please always take a step back and look what is happening. Are people freaking out? Look what, what fear does to people. It typically doesn't bring the best inner self uh, to the, you know, to the outside if we're, we're, if we're fearful. It doesn't let us make good decisions. Being in a fearful state typically lets us um, do fearful acting. And this is not the same as taking healthy action. To give you one another personal example, uh, my son's got birthday now and the grandparents are afraid to come to visit us. Even though the schools are shut down, our kids uh, do not have you know, more contact to others uh, than probably even, even less than the adults at the moment. They're at home anyway this weekend. And um, this has an effect on the kids. 
They think, oh, if my grandparents don't come, it has to be really serious. So there, there's a lot of fear going on, even though, you know, my kids look very relaxed and calm and, and cope with the situation. I know that unconsciously they have to register stuff like that. So come to the point of sleep. What I described here is basically what is happening on a side. And we're taking the yin-yang perspective again. Uh, I think a lot of things in life are built up in polarities. So we're drifted over to the polarity of trying to prevent people from getting sick. It's very important and the steps are uh, well thought and executed. But the fear that comes with it is tackled. And I think it's tackled because, or triggered, not tackled, sorry, it's triggered because there is a part missing. If you've got one polarity on the side of preventing the virus and we unconsciously know and see that it is not possible, at least probably not possible, to prevent this virus from spreading because it's just too infectious and it will happen anyway, then unconsciously we're left with a feeling of being delivered to a virus. What I would love to see, and I'm in the health business, as you know, the health industry, is to give us back self-control and say, okay, the one thing is that you can consciously try to prevent getting sick, which makes sense. That's, uh, uh, there are a lot of uh, things that you can do to prevent yourself from uh, getting into too high risk. But the other thing that nobody or nearly nobody talks about is that you can do a heck of a lot to strengthen your body to be very resistant against these illnesses. And even if you get them, to get and recover quickly. And this is an approach that I think everybody here should take to heart. And I wish you, that you, if you take one thing out of these po this podcast here in particular, I hope that you take out of the po this podcast that you will start to build up your resistance against Corona. So how can we do this? The first thing is that you want to have a relaxed sleep. That's a major thing, not only because of sleep trust, but sleep is known to improve your immune system radically. If you get enough sleep, you've done just done a super good thing for your immune system. Your T cells will be stronger. T cells typically fight illnesses. And it also gets your genetics to your DNA gets fixed better. There are so many things to good night's sleep. I won't even start to talk about all of them here. But that's one thing. And to get that good night of sleep, it's good to keep calm, right? If you're calm, your odds of getting a good night of sleep are far better than if you're worried in bed that you might get sick or that you might infect somebody that you love that will get sick. Cast these thoughts away as a sin and keep calm. Do like Eckhart Tolle suggests. The moment, that's what Eckhart Tolle says, is typically perfect. When you're lying in bed, you're not dead, obviously, otherwise you weren't, wouldn't be thinking about lying in bed, and um, you're lying in a warm bed, this moment is perfect. Even if you're sick, the moment is perfect. So... Get into that state and that thought, keep calm and have a rest. Take care that you get enough sleep, 
maybe raise the amount of sleep that you give your body if you can sleep good at the moment that's the thing that you definitely want to do and your body will say thank you and reward yourself with and strengthen the immune system the second thing that you can do is to have a cold shower this is of course a thing that i throw in uh, uh, quite often and i know it's not for everybody but if you're seriously frightened and you want to take every action that you can cold shower three to five minutes will help you to decrease inflammations if your body has inflammations and increase further increase your immune system second thing third thing eat healthy get veggies get fruits eat them every single day put them into your fridge and don't cook them until everything's gone try to eat them raw make a salad uh, whatever there's so much and so delicious stuff out there that you can eat on a daily basis. You just have to buy it, put it in your house, replace your sweets through fruits or veggies, and you will find that there is at least one, two, three, probably a half a dozen, a dozen of veggies and fruits that you actually really love. So that's a thing that you can do. Number three. Number four, mind over matter. We're going to use the placebo effect here. As soon as you find one of these things that I just described to be helpful for you, that you say, oh, I really, I, doesn't matter if, if it's true, doesn't matter if others believe it. I believe that this is super healthy for me, that this is building me, uh, my, my inner Superman against the coronavirus. Then, um, then we've got the placebo effect working for us, mind over matter. For me, it's having the cold shower that gives me just the feeling to be super powerful to fight every virus. Uh, and there's also, an, an even probably you, you say that, that's completely uh, crazy. If I drink a cup of black tea, so if I catch a flu and it starts to, I start to feel as if I've got something, I would typically, typically make myself a, a cup of black tea with a lemon. I would squeeze a lemon, a fresh lemon, into that black tea and then I would take a big big spoon of honey and stir it into that black tea with lemon. Uh, I not only love the taste but I have a very firm belief that this actually helps me to get healthy and that's why, why it works. You have to believe that the thing that you are doing right now will help you to get better, to recover quickly and this is the placebo effect working for us. There's a common misconception that the placebo effect is only there to find out if a medication works or, or doesn't work. But actually, the placebo effect is the effect that something has that you believe is good for you and that helps you to actually improve or get out of, recover out of an illness uh, quick quicker. The only thing why they use it in the medical trial is to see if the medication is more effective than the placebo. Because if it weren't, there would be no sense in taking something that you know can harm your health on other, uh, on other levels uh, if it's not more effective in fighting the illness that you want to fight with that medication. Okay, but, and just to give you a little bit of context around that, this placebo thing is a true mindset game and the mindset is so important. When it comes to my coachings, I typically have three building blocks. I've got nine steps, but they're, they're all sorted into three building blocks. And the very, very first building block that I run each and every client through is the mindset. 
we straighten our mindsets before we start to improve our sleep because if the mindset is not in line with what we want to do, it's just going to be, don't want to say nearly impossible, but so much harder to return back to superb sleep. Yeah, and I think basically if you do these things, you're going to feel a little bit more in control so that's the young part now. The other part of the polarity, the one thing is to prevent getting sick. That makes sense. There's a lot of actions. We all know, meanwhile. And the other thing is to strengthen our bodies to say, okay, even if that illness hits me, I'm going to survive. I'm going to get out of this quicker. And maybe I'm not even going to notice that the coronavirus hit my body because I'm so healthy. And this gives you control back and will make you sleep better. And I think if we take those two options into consideration, that's just going to serve us so much better. As always, you've got a choice. You can uh, kind of continue to wait in fear, so to say. You know, step back, try to prevent, only preventing uh, to, to you know, get an illness. Or you can ha take healthy, conscious action, get into the driver's seat, as I like to say in different occasions, uh, get yourself strong, healthy, and kind of be prepared if that virus hits you. Because as you can see, the numbers are going up. And no matter how hard we're going to try, this virus is going to continue to spread. We all don't know where, when it's going to stop, where it's going to stop. So I rather take action to prepare my body to feel strong, which doesn't mean, you know, I could get the, the virus. I could get seriously ill. I could die. Uh, nobody knows but my odds are so much better. And uh, other than that, I think it's just a better life if we're not scared uh, to die. If, if we do everything or anything to avoid dying, this will be a life that's not worth living in the uh, consequence. And I believe if we are careful, not fearful, careful, take conscious action, uh, do things that make sense, leave away a little bit of stuff that we can do in a couple of months. I don't have to go and watch a football game or a baseball game or whatever, or go to a big concert. I don't have to do that at the moment. I can do that in a half a year. But missing out on meeting my friends for weeks or months or living in fear in my little living room, whatever, and not getting out of my home office at all, uh, that is uh, not worth, or I, I say, you know, for me, for me personally, I would have a hard time doing so. I think it's just not what we're here to do. And um, so I hope that, and, and you, you know, you might agree, you might disagree. Uh, I'm not here to convince anybody. It's just to give you a little bit of insight how I, I see and handle things. And Maybe um, to give you, and that, that's, you know, my most important point today, a little bit, a couple of things that you can do to feel better, to get rid of a little bit of that fear, to feel better, to strengthen your bodies, because I know that you can do so, you can do a lot, and you should, you deserve to feel good, even in these, these things where the crisis is going on. And by the way, last thing before I forget it, don't watch TV. Don't watch those news too often. I think it's more than enough to watch the news once every three days. Get that shatter out of your head. Just just ban it out of your life. We cannot, you know, I, I consciously do that. I don't watch the news too often. 
Uh, I do, you know, keep updated, but I switched off the news on my smartphone. I don't watch uh, the news every day. I do it every two, three days, something like that. And that's more than enough to keep updated. Other than that, you're going to get, you know, enough information from your colleagues, friends, family members, whatever. So don't spam your brain with all that fear that's going on in the, in the media. And with that, let's wrap up this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. When it comes to Corona, the one thing that you can do is to try to prevent getting sick. But the thing that will give you control back and bring the polarities into balance is to also strengthen your bodies being prepared for the illness. You can do so by first off sleeping well, by having a cold shower, eating healthy, and by utilizing the placebo effect in your manner. And that's it for this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you all stay healthy and that you tune in next week when we are going to talk about a topic that I haven't picked yet. Until then, have a superb sleep. Hey there, and thanks for listening to the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want to get further information on this podcast or material that will help you to gain back your sleep trust, please check out sleeptrust.eu. That's sleeptrust.eu, where you will get lots of information around sleep. And here comes some legal stuff. Everything on this podcast is my opinion only, so do not take it as an advice, as I am not a doctor, nor have I considered your personal situation. If you feel that you need medical advice, please consider getting an appointment at your doctor of trust. If you want to give me any kind of feedback on this podcast, feel free to email me at podcast at sleeptrust.eu. I hope you tune in again next week, and until then, have a good sleep.